Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue. Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Ted Linhart, Garrett Eisler here to talk about Season 5, Episode 20, Old Flames Never Die, which aired on February 21st, 1975, and is available on Paramount+. Plus. Garrett, who is our writers? I think there were two of them, if I recall. Yeah, we have the, the writing team of Bill Angelos and Buzz Cohen who we've seen a few times, two times before. Uh, They wrote, uh, they're they're the team that I noticed was like, did very little sitcom and mostly did variety show as well as Carol Burnett for many years. And uh, and so we thought it was a, perhaps it was, that was why they were, they were the uh, team on two guest star episodes, the song, the PJ, P.J. Marshall. What's her name? J.P. 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 Morgan. Who's P.J. Marshall? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Some millionaire I just made up. Um, J.P. Morgan and uh, uh, Vocal Girl makes good with uh, Marilyn Horn. And it seemed like they were well suited to this kind of, you know, writing around a guest star. But um, this is something else they did that, that has nothing to do with that. So uh, good for them. So we opened with Felix in a nice conservative suit, by the way, not one of his very overly 70s suits that we've seen in the past. A little He's, more, yeah, not, not as a fashionable 70s, but still very, a uh, little flashy in an old fashioned sense. I, it has a, he had a, he's wearing a matching tie and handkerchief. He's looking at himself in the mirror appreciatively, and he says to himself, well, Unger, you really held up. And he pats himself under his chin with the top of his hand, which... I know that means something, but I don't quite understand it. He does this. What yeah. is that? that Maybe I'm he's, you know, I kind of think it's like to cover up his, his neck waddle. You know, he's trying. Oh, he's, does he have? I see. Okay. He's trying to like check himself out, make sure he doesn't have any extra fat there. So the doorbell rings, Felix opens it, and he says, Mildred, darling. But it's only Oscar who's wearing his typical Central Park game attire, which is a dirty sweatshirt and sweat. hat and the Mets cat. Yeah. Uh, he says, I forgot my key. And the audience really laughs at this, which it's not that funny, the old switcheroo yeah. where you think it's someone else at the door. <laughs> Felix says, I was expecting Mildred Fleener. Oscar says, who's she? Felix says, Mildred Fleener, my best girl in high school. I told you about her. And Oscar says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we first heard about Mildred Fleener in the new car episode in the tag when he tells the story of his prom date and how she threw up. So yes. there is surprisingly amount of consistency in this story. Yes, he story. did tell Oscar. And, to, and when Oscar says who, I say, who, weren't you watching the new car episode last season? Yeah, so it's, um, it's, a, it's, it's again, surprising that, that we that we've remembered. Actually, yeah, yeah, it we've actually Different writers, too, yeah. Uh, Felix says, she called, she's in town, she's coming over to visit. I haven't seen her since high school. How do I look? Oscar says, terrific. Felix says, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Oscar says, you look terrific. Felix says, do I really? Oscar says, yeah. Felix says, really? Oscar says, I'm telling you, why would I lie? 
Bilks looks at himself in the mirror again and says, I really do. Oscar laughs and asks, what is he so nervous about? He thought she was happily married. Felix says he is not nervous and it's nothing like that. He says she was voted cutest girl in school. I was voted cutest boy. Oddly, we came in third for cutest couple. And then the doorbell rings and Felix says, tell me now, tell me the truth. Have I aged? Oscar says, you really want the truth? And Felix says, no. Oscar says, okay, and laughs. And that leads to our first clip. Mildred. Tiger. Oh, Mildred. <laughs> You're still the cutest. Oh, so are you. Oh, I want you to meet my roommate, Oscar Madison. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. I was one of the best dressed in my high school. <laughs> oh, sit down, Mildred. We've got champagne. Oh, I love your place. Uh, How do you keep it so clean? I have a man who comes in every night. <laughs> Excuse me a minute, please. Mildred, you haven't aged a day since high school. Oh. And neither have I. <laughs> right? Right, Tiger. Oh, no, you don't have to say that. Uh, remember what I wrote in your high school yearbook? Um, There's nobody cleaner than Mildred Fleener. <laughs> remember, I signed it with a little tiger's paw. <laughs> I always had that crazy sense of humor. Oh. Mildred, I just can't. You make me feel like a kid again. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I have to make a phone call. Yeah, yeah, sure, right. Oh. I won't be long. We both look great. <laughs> she says I haven't aged a day since high school. She's probably right, Tiger. <laughs> she always called me Felix the Tiger. The other kids called me Felix the Cat. Why, because you were clean? No. Once the other kids tried to drown me. <laughs> Good night, Kathy. And don't forget to brush your teeth. How old is Kathy? Oh, she'll be three next month. Oh. <laughs> you got a three-year-old daughter. Oh, Kathy's not my daughter. She's my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> So Oscar is very surprised when he hear that Felix's nickname is Tiger. He, he, he <laughs> yeah. mouths the word again. I think he he reads a different connotation into that than Mildred intends. Uh, Mildred gives Felix a look like he's crazy when he says they both look great. Did you notice that? Yes, yes. Which is well, it's funny because I think well, a it's a weird thing to say we both look great, but b it's because Felix keeps repeating that you know. Yes. His insecurity about that is starting the show. Uh, it's a nice reveal of her being a grandmother. I think I remember seeing that for the first time and, yeah. and being surprised. And I, li I love the line, I have a man who comes in every night. We've had that line before, right? Yeah. Didn't, didn't... Guess, well, I'll tell you where you may have heard is it. Is that before. Oscar's mother says in it? The movie oh. and the play. <laughs> it's another Neil Simon original. But in the it, show, wasn't there? A... Have, yeah, they might have they might have used it. Yeah, I forget who was in that episode. But that I feel like Oscar's mother asks Gloria. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Or something. Yeah, uh, right. I didn't real. I didn't realize that was in the movie in the play. Or Blanche? No, Blanche. You mean yes, Blanche. Uh oh, right. Maybe yes, Blanche. Oscar yeah, yeah. Blanche are trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's funny. Here we are in season five, and they're still getting mileage out of the old Neil Simon joke. 
Mildred's played by Jean Gillespie. She's an actress who did radio and Broadway a lot. And then on screen, she did such TV shows as I Spy, Hawaiian Eye, Bewitched, Maud, SWAT, The Ropers, Love Sydney with Tony Randall, oh. and St. Elsewhere. Do you have any idea how old she was at the... Well, oh. I could look that I up. Mean, well, here, let me ask you this. Like, did I always felt she... Maybe I was reading into it, projecting based on what the story is, but... I always assume she looked older than Tony Randall. Well, yes, Tony Randall looks particularly young. So she in this, in this, in about filming this is about 51. Oh, and oh, sorry. So they're, I, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that so Tony Randall would have been a little, a year or two older. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I have, I want to talk about the age thing after the next clip because this goes back a little bit to the Oscars 40 which makes Felix 40. Oh, yes. This does raise some interesting questions about that, yeah. So right. a- yeah. after the credits, Felix is in Oscar's bedroom. Uh, he's in his robe and he's sighing, his, his orange robe. Oscar's asleep on his bed under a pile of clothing and he's snoring. Felix sits on the bed and says Oscar's name and he grabs his feet, which are exposed, and he quite violently kind of grabs his feet and shakes them and, to wake Oscar up. Oscar thrashes his legs around and he wakes up and he sits up and Felix says, I want to talk to you, Oscar. Oscar says, why aren't you talking to Mildred? Felix says, hmm, we called an early evening. It's not good for elderly people to stay up late, no matter how cute they are. Oh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. She's a grandmother. Oscar says, you told me, you told me, you told me. Felix says, I'm a month older than she is. Oscar says, Felix, please, I've got to catch a plane tomorrow to Boston. Will you leave me alone? Felix grabs Oscar's door and shakes his head. Felix says, Oscar, today a waitress called me Pops. Oscar says, will you get out of here? And that leads to this next clip. Thank you, Oscar, for being so sympathetic and such a... <coughs> Did someone your throat? Let's <coughs> get a glass of water, sir. No, no point in wasting good water on me. <laughs> My life is over. Nobody cleaner than Grandma Fleener. <laughs> At least when he's coughing, he's not sighing. <laughs> you couldn't sleep either, huh? Talk with talk. You're wearing a sport jacket. I couldn't find my basketball. Look, because Mildred Fleener was a grandmother, Felix, that doesn't make you old. No, no, but this does. What? Snow on the roof. You got dandruff? <laughs> gray, gray, look. Yeah, I don't see any no, Of course gray. you don't see any. I comb my hair down over it, but it's there. Oh, a couple of gray hairs. It looks distinguished. I'm Cary Grant. It looks distinguished. On Felix Unger, it looks like you're ready to order, Pops. <laughs> A couple of gray. The rest of you is terrific. No, it's not. I've got old eyes. I used to read like this, like a normal person. Now I read like this. In five years, I'll have to be a gorilla. Why don't you use your glasses? I always forget where I leave. Remember when I used to remember everything? What was that? Please look, you want to talk seriously? It's the middle of the night. I gotta get some sleep. 
Oh, no, 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 no. This is hard to talk about, Oscar. When I was a little kid, you know what I wanted to be? Oh, from the first moment I held a camera in my hands, I wanted to be a film director. I wanted that so much to be Hitchcock. Well, why don't you do it now? Why don't I do it? Yeah. Did you have dreams when you were a kid? Yeah, sure. I wanted to be another Hemingway. Oh? You know, go to those exotic places, do exciting things, then write about it. You never did it. Oh. Why don't you do it now? No, I can't do it now because it's... Because, because? You no, know, because it's... Because you're too old. I'm not too old, You are, and I know I'm not. Look at that vein in your forehead. You stop with the vein in my head. If you don't stop talking about these depressing, boring things, I'm going to send you to the old photographer's home. <laughs> so there's good continuity there, too, because Felix does want to be a movie director. Yes. In the earlier, you know, in the porno episode. Is, and the, we, we know that that's true, yeah. Um, although, so, but, although depending on how old he was as a kid when he first picked up a camera, it might have still been silent movie day. That's true. I think all this talk about age makes it clear that they're 50. I don't think they'd be doing this if they're 40. <laughs> well, it certainly seems right. It would seem to make more sense. Today, I could imagine four-year-olds complaining about feeling old. But um, not, feel, not having friends yeah. who are grandmothers likely. Right. Well, let's, okay, so there's a number of crazy things here. One, if, uh, you know, Felix and Mildred are the same, like just a month apart, right, he said, um, then if she has a three-year-old daughter, if she, t- so granddaughter, believe, granddaughter, oh, oh, no, oh, but oh. if Felix believes yeah. she has a three-year-old child, that means she had a child at 47, which is obviously biologically possible. My mother but, did. Wow, there you go. Well, I think I she, my mo- I think my mother was, yeah, less common in those days. So let's see. My my mother. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna do a little math here. Uh, I'm 50. She had. Uh, wait. Boy, this shouldn't be that hard. She had me. Hold on. Wait. Why can't I figure this out? Some math here. We're doing th- some math here. I think she was. Uh, wait. She was. Uh, she was 43 when she had me. So. Okay. Well, that's not, not yeah, quite that's, the same. Four years. Right. Four I would years say you know. Yeah, and again, it's like it's not that. I I think it's wonderful for women to have children any age. Uh, so, but clearly in the context of this, you know, either Felix is knows nothing. You know, Felix is a father. <laughs> He's been through the process, ah. so he he would be he might be a little tipped tipped off so, by the fact that the, that the girl is three. I, that, Maybe she's not her mom. I think he wants to convince himself that she, yeah. they are both young enough to have well, three-year-old children. That's yeah. That's actually that is psychologically perceptive. Yes, that I think it's it's that what he's doing in that scene is like denial of what. Well, it's, there's two options. Yeah. It's either it's either a grand. I mean, he's not even considering a grandchild, so he's just assuming right. it's a child and that right. it's possible to have a, a child. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. He figured it out. Uh, um. But, but, yes, but do you agree clearly... that, that that this really negates the fact that they're 40 two seasons ago? Well, if they are 40, then that's, that's just, they're just whining. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. terrible whiners. I don't believe no, two, two course, men in, yeah. two and, men in the um, 1970s would do this if yeah. they were in their 40s. Now, there is, let's be fair, it's only Oscar that ever was identified as 40. But aren't. I'm pretty sure the but, show makes it clear they're the same age in I general. Think, well, I think the only time they implied that would have been in the Our Fathers, in the flashback. The, yes. The flashback when we well, see them as kids. That's good enough. But that's pretty good. I guess no one's 
do they say exactly how old they are? I forget. Uh, but, I think uh, they do. I feel yeah, like maybe they're... the fathers, right? Maybe Blinky and uh, what's his name say that? Um, Morris. So, Morris. Yes. Thank you, Morris. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think you're right that clearly they are close in age, as Klugman and Randall were. I think only two years apart in age. And we have to again remind people they were at the time of this episode both in their early fifties. We're in the season, the uh, beginning of season. Oh, that's a whole other issue. It was actually filmed at the beginning of season five. We'll talk about that later. So, um, yes. And I must say, as a fellow 50-something, uh, I totally relate to the waitress calling him Pops. That's <laughs> happened to you? Well, it's not that, that no one's called me Pops, but it is, a, to me, I've just noticed this is a real sign. Like, when you go into customer service situations where you're used to the person on the other end of the desk being closer in age to you or older suddenly you know i get a lot of okay boss oh i hate boss <laughs> right you do right that's what that's about ted it's not that we're bossy it's just like we are senior oh okay <laughs> so we, we have a new we have some kind of authority because we're older we have a new scene oh, I, guess, I just want to say snow on the roof when i remember watch first watch this snow on the roof made more sense as dandruff than as gray hair because dandruff is you know falls like snow okay we have a but new scene funny that the audience finds that <laughs> we have a new scene felix is still in his robe but he's pouring coffee for murray who puts six spoonfuls of sugar into his cup hmm. doesn't surprise me for some reason felix looks at him curiously murray sips it says ah and tells felix he makes a good cup of coffee which gets a laugh of course because the whole reason the coffee, I guess, oh, tastes good. Yeah. I don't drink oh, coffee. It's yeah. because it has sugar. Do you know I've never I, had a... I do, I do, I do not... What are you drinking? What do you... No, do you know I've never had a cup of coffee? In your entire life. That's correct. Not even a sip to try it. Oh, I've had a sip to try it when I was okay. much younger to understand what it oh. tastes like. <laughs> but but I, as an adult, no, no interest. I had the sip and that's it. Mm. I, I came to coffee relatively... Uh, like I wasn't one of those kids who were already drinking in high school or even college. Somehow I got through college without it. I guess you did too. But um, it was only as an adult I, uh, in my 20s that I became hooked, as I still am now. But never with sugar. Felix says, Murray, I've asked you here for a reason. I want you to witness something. And Murray says, you've got the right guy, Felix. I'm a policeman. I'm trained to witness. Felix brings over a tape recorder and Murray is staring intensely at what Felix is doing. <laughs> As a way of witnessing, which gets a laugh his from the eyes, audience. He keeps moving his eyes up and down, like from Felix to the tape recorder. The audience laughs as he's staring at what Felix is doing. And Felix says, what are you doing? Murray says, witnessing. Felix says, you don't understand. I want you to witness. I'm revising my will. Murray says, why are you revising your will? Felix says, I could go any day, Murray. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Murray says, yeah, that makes sense. Felix clears, Felix clears his throat and speaks in the tape recorder. I, Felix Alex Unger. So have we heard the Alex before? I can't remember. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, where the hell does that come from? And I, uh, I, I'm going to know who that is. I, 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 we know that with Tony Randall, he, uh, there was a, he was Leonard. He had a sister, Edna. Uh, a lot of the, the Unger, aside from Unger, but some of the names that come up are kind of associated with Tony Randall. But I do not remember an Alex anywhere in uh, 
in Tony Randall's life. But I, 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 I will look that up because I bet there is. I, Felix Alex Unger, being of sound mind and adequate body, do hereby declare this to be my last will and testament. Murray gets a division of like saying grace at the <laughs> like table. Praying, I guess. He's I got his praying. head, yeah. he's got his head down and his hand clasped. Mm-hmm. And Felix stands up with the re- recorder because it's like a, one of those big body recorders from the seventies. And he the continu- one you hang around your neck. It's a pan like the Panasonic, right? The uh, reel to reel. It's like a reel to reel recorder. I don't oh, think I, it's a real deal. I oh, was it's it? Like a, a, it's like an old Panasonic. Oh, cassette. It, it wasn't a real. Okay. You could wear. You could have a a a, a, a you know a, a strap around it to wear around your neck to attach a microphone. Like reporters would hold that. So that leads to this clip. <laughs> the bulk of my estate to my beloved ex-wife Gloria. Poor, dear, sweet, foolish. Boy, I wish I could cry like that. Oh, boy. Was it something I said? So when Felix does that kind of vomiting noise, he rocks his whole body back and forth. (laughs) Why does Murray say, I wish I could cry like that? (laughs) Guess it's just funny. Now, I think this scene was edited out on WPIX in the 80s. I don't remember this. I was thinking exactly the same thing. I do not remember this scene at all. But I, funny, I watched this. I forgot this was on Paramount. I watched this on Decades, and it was still in it. So interesting. Which usually Decades has the the syndication cut, but but I think the syndication cuts have changed since we watched it in the eighties. Well, as I have said many times, yes, I believe that's true. Yes. So now we have a new scene. We're in Oscar's office, and we see his new secretary, Tina, who we met. Quite a while back in the radio uh, episode. Can I explain why we're only we're seeing it, why how to explain the fact that Tina has been missing all this time and suddenly showed up? Well, it has something to do with the air production. Right. It turns order. out that uh, that the two there are two Tina episodes, this and the big broadcast, Oscar's radio show. I, I said that. The, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, those two were the first two taped for season five. They taped them back to back. And so to me, and they taped them before. Remember we, when we watched Big Broadcast, they just said Myrna's on vacation right. or something. Even, had... though it, even though it had aired after Sheldon, after she gets married. So clearly this is a hypothesis theory, but I think the whole... The, the whole problem with Penny Marshall's contract must have come about right at the very start of the season. And so they had to start taping before they knew whether they would have a Myrna. Like, I think she was, you know, there's that she basically uh, they didn't give her a raise for the last season and she refused to, to work without the raise. And it seems that they had, they got Tina in as a temporary temp, <laughs> really attempt actress 
to fill that slot because having an Oscar, having a secretary was like part of the, the whole show. And then when they realized they, that Penny Marshall was not going to do it, they did give Penny Marshall a goodbye episode, which they taped after the Tina episodes. But then they decided to start the season when they, they aired that one first because they thought that would be a good season opener. And then they didn't know what to do with Tina. So they showed big broadcast shortly after that, the, the Sheldon episode. And then this one, for some reason, maybe this is why, they held this one till the very end of the season. Uh, so this was filmed, even though it aired in, uh, I think you said January, February. February. Yep. Right. It was actually filmed, must have been filmed in the, in the early fall of 74. Um, what's weird is that you can see how this scene, we're in the office now, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the after we uh, you realize we haven't seen Oscar's office for a long time. I think once they didn't have a secretary, they stopped filming scenes there. Hmm. So it's, it is kind of kind of did lose something. So he's in his office with Tina. He's leading out the door saying, will you hurry up? I called you an hour and a half ago. What took you so long? Felix says those steps are murder. I don't know what he's talking about. There's no elevator in the building. I think that, well, um, there probably is. I don't know why he took the steps, but it's another old feeling old. He's feeling I, old. No, I understand the joke. I don't understand the logic of why he's using steps. Uh, to prove a point? I don't know. Oscar says, oh, come on in here, will you? Tina, get Louis, will you? What's And Felix says, what's the hurry? What's the big hurry? Oscar says, I'm going to introduce you to some people that are going to make you ashamed of the way you've been behaving. And that leads to this scene. Louis Menini, say hello to Felix Hunger. Oh! 68 years old, 39 years, never missed one day's work. That's good. That's good. At night he goes home, after work jogs seven miles. Uh, and I also lift up weights and look for communists. Good, good. How about that? Wait over there, will you, Louis? Strong. You haven't seen anything yet. Mamie, come in here, honey. Mamie Atkins, 71 years young. Can't get her to retire. Stays on the switchboard all the time. And that's not all. Hit it, Mamie. I'm the daughter of Rosie Takes ten dancing lessons tonight, so you don't have to dance anymore. That's what I mean. If you think that you don't have to dance anymore. Oh. Thinking young mix, honey, you don't have to dance anymore. So I'm telling you, honey, no, you don't have to dance anymore. Thank you, sweetie. Oh, it's great. Thank you. Thank you. So much energy, I couldn't stop her. Why didn't you tell Louis she's a communist? You're going to make jokes. Now I'm going to show you somebody really going to make you ashamed. 74 years old, the engineer on our presses. On weekends, he's a nightclub comedian, okay? Sonny, say hello to Felix. Good evening, ladies and Felix. Hello. How do you like the jacket? It's very nice. Mohair? No, Molivi. <laughs> my wife said you're driving me to my grave. I had the car out in two minutes. <laughs> she spends all her time at a beauty shop. The other day, she got a mud pack. She looked great for two days, then the mud fell off. <laughs> She says, make me look like Barbara Streisand to pick up a brush and broke her nose. <laughs> oh, man, don't you Never forget my wedding night. I was so nervous. I took my pants and bed and I hung over a chair all night. <laughs> well, it was my wife dressed up the other day. She's wearing hot pants and orthopedic shoes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. He's gone. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. Thank you very much. I tried. 
I gotta go up to Boston, so. I just flew in from Boston today. Boy, my arm's tired. <laughs> Put my bag down, I looked up. I said, this is my kind of town. I looked down, my bag was gone. <laughs> so, Louie was played by Tom Meddy, who had various bit parts in such movies and TV series as The Naked City, the, the movie. Oh. The Defenders, Maude, McMillan and Wife, Taking a Pelham 123, Kojak, Mary Tyler Moore, McLeod, Chips, and the Ropers. He slaps Felix as hard. He slaps Felix as <laughs> hard on the back when he walks in, which is why yeah, Felix says right, out. Right. Mamie was played by Marjorie Marshall, who we saw before. That's Gary and Penny's mother, the dance teacher. Yeah, again, who, once we, again. We last saw an Oscar's birthday episode. Mm-hmm. And then Sonny is our old friend Leonard Barr, making his fifth and final odd couple appearance. Uh, now, just a few things. Uh, first of all, I believe this is the only instance in the entire series that the word communist has been used. That sounds correct Unless to me. Unless I missed it in the Chinese wrestler episode. but No, I think they call it Red China there. Right. right. And, I, and I think <laughs> tell, tell Louis that she's a communist. It's a, really it's, it's a funny um, line, yeah. Now, Leonard Barr, when you said uh, his fifth appearance... I was surprised, but then I remembered he made because I only remember three. But you're two, right, back, two season one appearances. Yeah, in non-speaking, he was like an yes. extra, basically, in yeah. uh, a very prominent extra. But he was just shown, he had a, so they did. He was on their radar all this time, um, but <laughs> well, first of all, I, I, if anyone doesn't remember visually what that scene looks like, Leonard Barr just completely breaks the fourth wall. I mean, not literally the camera. He like he's playing he, the audience, the studio is. audience. He is. He just like yes. doesn't look at uh, the other actors. He's just doing his act for the studio audience. Yes. Which, in the context of the scene, would be really weird. Like he was in Oscar's office, he's just like staring at the wall doing his stand-up act. I also believe I think most of the laughs you're hearing, the really loud laughs, are Louis, Louis. the people yes. on, on yes. stage with him. Yeah. Um, now, uh, you know, I think it last one of these times we were mentioning the roast, the Dean Martin roasts. And of course, Leonard Barr was famous for being Dean Martin's uncle. Yes. Is that right? I believe uncle's correct. But he wasn't on the roasts that I recall. Well, he is on the odd couple, the Jack Klugman, the joint Jack Klugman, Tony Randall roast. Oh, I don't and, think I've seen that one, I guess. And as we talked about, we may want to revisit some clips or something. And I finally watched that. I'd never watched it before. It was done in 74, I believe, and what's or 73. And what's funny is that both Leonard Barr and uh, Jack Carter are on it ah. before their appearances on The Odd Couple. I At see. least their speaking appearances. Right. And, I, and I get the feeling he started appearing more regularly after he's very funny on that roast. Uh, but I also see he did like one of his first TV sitcoms was uh, another Gary Marshall show, Love, Love American Style. Uh, so he must have been a Gary Marshall favorite for a while. Well, he'd also by that time done uh, Diamonds Are Forever. Where he's oh, right. Very... That's right. You said that was his big. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did those, like a few big movies. He had that he had a prominent cameo in. But uh, he is always hilarious to watch here. So the next scene, Oscar's coming back from By his the way, trip. he's only 70 years old himself at this time. He's born 1903, Leonard Barr. Why are you saying only 70? Well, I'm just saying he looks, <laughs> he looks older. He looks like 90. Oh, I see. The next scene, Oscar's coming back from his trip to Boston. We see him getting out of a cab in front of the building. He walks in, 
and he says, hi, Felix. Felix is lying on the couch in a cardigan sweater. Did you see <laughs> what the magazine he's reading is called? No. It's it's a very I can't tell what it is a prop or a real magazine. It's called Terrifying Tales. It looks oh. very cheaply produced. It's got some sort of pinup girl on the back of it too. <laughs> That's weird. Well, it sounds like one of those pulp like weird yes, tales. Was a, it, right? It, yeah, but it looks the consist the paper looks like it's something printed right. on like by a college student. So you like think it doesn't it's another fake prop. I think it's a fake prop uh felix says hiya buddy welcome home how are you oscar says okay a little tired felix says let me look at you oscar says for what and felix says boy you look beat oscar says felix i was in montreal toledo and boston all in two days felix says wow what a backbreaker oscar says you know it felix says no wonder you look like the wreck of the hesperus oscar says thanks a lot i had no idea what that meant i don't even remember that being referenced it's a Longfellow poem about an ill-fated ship that wrecks. Are you, mm-hmm. you must be familiar with this poem. You know, uh, I'll tell you where I know it from. Uh, the Odd Couple? The old, no, no. All, I didn't remember it being referenced in The Odd Couple. The old Groucho Marx song, Lydia. Lydia, uh, the Tattooed Lady. I didn't and know Groucho great, Marx had Lydia, songs. Oh, Lydia, so happy you met Lydia. Lydia, the tattooed lady. He, he has songs? Da, 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 da. Uh, uh, on her back, and there's a great line, on her back is the wreck of the Hesperus crew. <laughs> Groucho Marx sang songs? Well, Groucho sang songs in the movie, in the Marx Brothers movies often, but I oh. had I had an album growing up of, he, of him that he did later of just doing comic comedy songs and that was one of them and i never forgot the line on her back is the wreck of the hesperus crew well oscar must get the reference because he says thanks a yes. lot it was a bad Fe- shipper apparently Fel- a very bad shipper. felix says listen none of us is getting any younger you know oscar says age has got nothing to do with it felix says well 10 years ago oscar madison was a whole different story listen you got a telephone message rhoda zimmerman called you she uh, wants you to call her tonight <laughs> she's back Oscar says tonight. Felix says, yeah. Oscar says, I'll call her about Wednesday. <laughs> he runs his hand. Well, how things have changed. On his face as if he's exhausted. Felix says, 10 years ago. Oscar says, again with the, will you stop? Felix says, was that kid along with you on the trip? The kid from the post? Oscar says, Teddy Webster? Felix says, yeah. The one they call the young Oscar Madison. Oscar he's says, being, yeah. He's being such a jerk, Felix. Oscar says, yeah, he was there. Felix says, ah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did he get off the plane exhausted? Oscar says, no. As a matter of fact, he went off with two stewardesses, and they went roller skating. He asked me to go along, but I said I was too tired. Felix now has gone to get Oscar's luggage by the door. Felix says, ah, maybe you better sit down. I'll get you a cup of tea. Oscar says, you know, I feel like a cup of tea. And he hands <laughs> Felix a beer that he had gotten from the refrigerator. Felix puts the beer down on the ashtray by the couch now Oscar sighs. Felix puts a throw blanket that is on the couch around him, and Oscar embraces it like an old nana. Yeah, you know, uh, you you you're, you often point out lines from the show that you have used in real life. Yeah, and for me, you know, I feel like a cup of tea. That is a line that's used more and more. Next scene: Oscar and Felix are on the couch in their bathrobes, and Murray is moving the TV set for them. Oscar's reading. The, the Oscar's reading the obituaries, which leads to this. Yeah, 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 
That's good. Yeah, but there's a shadow on the screen. Stand up, Murray. It's your nose. I'll get some tea. Anderson passed away. Ed? Frank P. I don't know him. How old? 93. <laughs> Left a widow. Conklin. Who? Conklin. Clyde. Did you know? No, no. He didn't live around here. Ah. Uh, uh. How old was he? 52. <gasps> How did he go? Got hit by a bus. Uh, I gotta get going, guys. I really do. Thank well, you, Murray. You've been a good friend, Murray. Hey, Murray. You know something? You guys make me sick. Yeah, both of you. Look at you. Sitting there like mom pot kettle. You ought to be arrested for impersonating the elderly. Murray, would you move the TV set? Murray, would you get the tea? Murray, move your nose out of the way. This nose has got more energy than both your two faces. I am fed up to here with you guys. <laughs> Now, you want to see what a guy looks like acting his own age and walking with a spring in his step? Now I'm really depressed. <laughs> Why? Being told off by Murray? He's right. You know what you are? <laughs> You're a downer. You bum me out. What are you talking about? Telling me that I'm old. I don't believe what I'm hearing. You're the one who's telling me I'm old. We sit around, we act old, and so we feel old. So what are we supposed to do? We go out. We act young. How do you act young? Well, you go where the young people go. What are the, where do they go when they want to have fun? I don't know. Tina says she goes to a place called the Electric Eggplants. Oh, we... So, uh, uh, one of the uh, funny things there, wait, was I was about to say something about... Um, I was gonna say, oh, you I know. stopped. You interrupted the scene. No, that's the end of the scene. That's oh. the end of the scene. Um, oh, that cuts that quickly. They cut very quickly to the nightclub. Um, the fact that Felix reacts to the guy being fifty-two is another proof that yeah, they're not. You're so absolutely right. Which is exactly how old basically they are. <laughs> um, but that's a funny scene. Of course, when Murray says, "I'm fed up to here," he puts his hand under his nose, <laughs> which is very clever and as then to his, as opposed to his chin as opposed as, to my hand is under my chin who's that is that don adams just that's doing? uh morris unger oh, oh oh i see yeah uh when he talks about uh showing how he's a spring in a step all he does is he jumps up the two stairs of the doorway <laughs> yes well uh that was uh, uh you know it's kind of imitating on a smaller scale, what Felix is able to do by jumping on the desk. Wow, the desk is a little more <laughs> impressive than that. I think Oscar also does that jump once to try to prove. Something. Well, no, he when he when Felix says he he had waxed the floors. Remember, he oh, said, "Don't." Right, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, uh, but it's it's funny they just they needed to put a musical cue in there. Yeah, right? I like that musical cue, and of course the audience probably doesn't hear that, but it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we cut immediately from there to this 19, very 1970s nightclub, 
Lots of hippies dancing, very 70s dancing styles. There's an old guy we will see more of later. We see Tina. He's dancing with a man who's really energetically dancing. Did you notice the way Tina's dancing part? I don't recall. It made me exhausted watching him. He's just really (laughs) dancing really fast. It's a little odd looking. Oscar and Felix walk in. Felix is excited by the place. He goes, hey, this is where it's at, baby. And he starts to snap his fingers and dance. The music ends. Oscar notices Tina and they call her over. She says hi to them and he asks them, what are they doing here? And that leads to this scene. We dig the scene. Yeah, yeah, we can dig it. Yeah. Can you introduce us to some of your friends? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, wait just a second. Okay. Uh, girls. Yeah. You want to meet some really nice guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you got to be kidding. Oh, come on, do me a favor. It's my boss and his roommate. And they're really nice guys. Well, and they're harmless. All right, sure. Okay, okay. come on. Sure. They dig us. <laughs> Girls, I want you to meet two swinging heavy dudes. This is Mr. Unger and Mr. Madison. Call me Oscar. Let's call me Ace. Hi, Ace. <laughs> this is Jeannie, Susie, and Debbie. Hi. And listen, Hi. I'm going to split. You all just join the party. I got some. Right Okay, Tina. Okay. Thank you yeah. very much. See you, Tina. Bye. Oh, may we? Sure, sure. 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 It's really groovy. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you dudes into? Well, he's a writer. A writer? Yeah. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah. You're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call him. Heavy Oscar. <laughs> Thanks, Ace. Oh, uh, what do you write? Well, he writes sports. I can talk. I can talk. I'm a sports writer for the New York Herald. The Herald? Yeah. Oh, that establishment newspaper? Huh? Don't you feel you're prostituting yourself at all? That paper has no social conscience. Yeah, well, no consideration for the poor and oppressed. Well, I cover the Knicks. <laughs> What's your bag? My bag? Yeah. I'm in the old photography bag. Oh, do you work at the Herald, too? Oh, no, no. I freelance, no. I do picture stories on the struggles of ethnic minorities. <laughs> right now, I'm doing a layout on the miserable and the diseased. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You got him, Ace. You got him. <laughs> what are you girls interested in? Self-awareness. What's that? Raising our consciousness and getting in touch with our inner emotions. Oh, wow. Oh, oh like, wow, wow. <laughs> You kids really know how to have fun. How do you raise your consciousness? I mean, you stand on a chair or something? <laughs> what a cool sense of humor. <laughs> You're cool. You're cool. Cool Oscar. That's what they call me. Cool, heavy Oscar. Hey, what's your sign? My sign? Yeah. Pisces. The fish. Witty, urbane, sophisticated. Long-winded. What's your sign? Taurus. Oh, the bull. Yes. Yeah. That's Oscar the bull. <laughs> That's what they call me, the cool, heavy bull. Wait, <laughs> I'm a Taurus, too. Are you really? Oh, far out. Yeah. That's right. That's so far out, it's gone. All the way out. Yeah. Hey, you guys danced. Sure. No, he danced. He no, he he's all you know. Come on, Oscar. Let's us two boys. Go, go, go. 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 I've got a driver. So I, that's, I guess that's my favorite scene in the episode. Yeah. Um, so Susie was played by Christina Hart, who did a lot of B-movies. TV series were Ironside. Is she the tall one? She's really the cool. blonde on oh, the left. The one that dances with Oscar. Yeah. 
Okay. Ironside, the rookies, happy days. CPO Sharky, $6 million man, Hawaii Five O, Love Boat, and Airwolf. Genie, who's the one on the right who talks. Oh, yeah. Uh, was played by Kit McDonough. This is her first IMDb credit. She cool. was also later on Happy Days, Three's Company, Mork and Mindy, Mash, Soap, Vernon Shirley, a lot of Gary Marshall, Charles in Charge, you again with Jack Lugman, <clears throat> my sister Sam, who's the boss, and Debbie in the middle, who really doesn't say much, has no credit. Like, there's no listing for her. So now we have a montage of dance scenes. <clears throat> we see Oscar doing some sort of swimming, dancing. Yeah, which... It's the swim. Ted? It's a swim. Okay. Yeah, if you can look it up. It's sixties. It's sixties. I, I dance. dancing is not my area. Okay. Well, it's interest. a very, it's a very like almost even at the time, I guess, stereotypical sixties dance. Felix tells him to do the Australian crawl. Is that different than the swim? No, but I think it's just a joke about the swim, the swim moves. Then it's not. I don't think he means it's a dance. No. Then Oscar's does some sort of chicken dance. <laughs> that and then, I, yeah. Felix asks Debbie to dance, and he starts dancing like it's the 40s. He's holding her close, and he's dipping her. What do you ballroom, call Classic ballroom dancing. Um, Oscar says, Mr. Astaire, let's dance to the music. Come on, get with it. Felix says, I'm yeah, dancing to the music. He's really slow. He's just, he's, the music, it's so, it's, it's in his own world. It's really funny. Oscar says, come on. And then they start to dance fast, which looks like more like they're doing like from, from the, from the uh, father's episodes, right, the, the right. Wendy or the Charleston, whatever you Charleston. call that. <laughs> then we get lots of close-up handheld shots of them dancing which in 70s weird. music. Weird, weird choice to suddenly go handheld on Oscar, film, not on video. Oscar's starting to get tired. Felix seems less tired and he's doing some sort of stop motion dance where he like freezes his body every I didn't second or two. That. that might not have made it into my the decades. Edit. I don't know. And then we see the old guy who I think this is the actor. He's given the name of Ira in the credits. He's played by John Harmon, who has 300 credits on IMDb wow. dating back to 1935. So he really was old. The song but ends. It's, but it's oh. so weird they give him a na- the character a name Ira. Yeah, I feel like maybe they refer to him somewhere in the script. Maybe there was uh, maybe there was dialogue. That yeah, that they didn't use. Uh, so that's the end of the scene. The music ends and they go to black and they come back Wait. for the tag. Yes. Hold on. Oh, sorry. No, they don't. They use again. Sorry. The music ends and they go back and sit down. That's what I'm going to play the next scene. Right. But is that where you? Is that the tag wanna... yet? We're not at the tag. No, no. The tag is. I'm playing the clip with the tag. Just so you okay, know. got it. Is that what you were interrupting me to say? Yes. Okay, yes, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say just the tag. Okay. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's, oh, is that cool? That's great. That's heavy. Like, wow. Yeah, well, look, guys, it's been real. You know? But, like, we gotta go. Come on. Oh, no, no. Yeah. We're just all getting it together in one bag. You know, we'd really like to stay, but we gotta go to a Hoshina meeting. Hoshina? What's yeah, that? It says new religion. This bus driver turned us on to it yesterday. Tonight we go back and take our sacred vows. Ah. Hey, do you wanna come? Huh? Well, what do we have to do? Just shave our heads. I think we'll pass on yeah. that. Hey, well, well, listen, why 
Flash, just come to the party later. Yeah. Do we have to shave anything? <laughs> no. Look, it starts at 2.30. 2.30 tonight? Sure, just catch the number 23 bus right up the street. And the bus will take us to the party? The bus is the party. Oh, and don't forget to bring exact change. Later. See ya. Latersville. See ya. <laughs> wow. Like, wow. What are we going to do until 2.30? Well, it's 10 o'clock. You want to dance or something? No, else? no more dance. Woo. No more dance. Well, you can sit here and groove to the music. I'm not going to groove for four more hours. Why don't we go home, set the alarm for two o'clock, and get a nap? Felix, I'm not going to get up in the middle of the night to catch a bus to have a date with three bold girls. Why not? Felix, tell me the truth. Did you have a good time talking to these girls? Oh, today? sure. I got into some heavy raps with them. You got into some heavy baloney with them. Did you have to be such a phony when you were with Miriam? Well, that's a different story. We, we have the same interests. We go to the opera, right. we go to the ballet. Right. And when you talk to her, do you feel old when you talk about these interests? No, of course not. Well, I don't feel old when I talk about the things I'm interested in. Now, tell me the real honest-to-God truth. Didn't you feel old hanging around these kids? Yes. You want to look like him? Let's go home. Hey, baby. I am not a baby. I am a man of mature years who doesn't happen to look it. And you should wear underwear. Oscar? Oscar. What now? What? You know? We learned an important lesson tonight. We're not old. We have mellowed. Like fine wine. We must learn to accept ourselves as we are and like ourselves as we are. That's what maturity really means. Accepting yourself for what you are. You woke me up to tell me that? No, it's two o'clock. It's time to go to the party. Oh. So there's a line in there I use in my real life. Where someone asked me to do something and I go, I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> oh, not. Uh, I'm not going to wake up at two in the morning to get on a bus with three bald women. No, that doesn't. That there's no. <laughs> my life doesn't allow me to somehow in my life that doesn't come up as a, something to say. Now well, I did a lot, uh, of funny di- a lot of funny dialogue in that. There's something in there. It's so small, but I ne- I always thought the the last girl to say goodbye says see us, but she's saying see ya ace. And I, for years, have thought she just is saying see ya in a, like a cutesy way, saying see us, but she says see ya ace. I didn't you're, know that. You're, you're saying this is what the uh, closed captions? Yes. The captions say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Um, so it's a great reveal at the end. I remember, again, being surprised <laughs> twice in this episode yes, by the yes. grandmother and the, that, that, that they're going on. The, the last line. Yeah. I mean, it is stretching things, right? It's completely stretching. It's completely, uh, but that's why it's so funny. I'll allow it though, because it's also, it's Oscar's reaction. Yeah. So, so Oscar's like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yes, that's right. That's <laughs> right. They're yeah. going to do it after all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're going to do it after all. God. Um, so I really, this is an enjoyable episode. It, it's got a good story, like them dealing with their age. 
as you know, I think is actually really thoughtful and and a good something they've not really not really done before. And I like the way they do it. They deal with the culture clash of these middle aged 50 year old guys in New York in the 70s and all the you know what culture is like in the 70s. So I give it four out of five Murray's. I, I really enjoy it. I, I guess I could give it higher, but I just I think that's the right score. Um, and it's got a lot of funny lines. You know, I don't I guess the dancing, I don't like dancing scenes. I find them take away. So that's maybe why I give it a not four and a half, but um it's just a really enjoyable episode, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you exactly. Um hundred percent. Um that um uh it, and you're right uh, now that you mention it you know it's like and it's very appropriate in the even if whether again this was filmed at the beginning of season five and whether or not they knew it was their last season it is appropriate at this point to finally for them to acknowledge in some way how old they are after years of denying it trying to hide that um i do think it's fun it's really comedic gold to put them in a room with a bunch of completely counterculture. <laughs> I mean, kind of like a Hollywood mishmash of just like, like funny teenage cool, no, not teenagers, but you know, like teenage culture people, but also like something out of hair, you know, with the psychedelic um, religious bus. <laughs> I cover the, I cover uh, the Knicks. Yeah, that's <laughs> also really hilarious. <laughs> Someone argued the joke is that the Knicks are the uh, the the poor and miserable and diseased. Um, but I don't know what they were in 1974. Um, it is, yeah, it's got so many good lessons. I think you know the only thing that doesn't make it like a five is that there's something kind of a bit uneven about the way it plays out. Like, I like it's. It, I love Leonard Barr, but his stand-up just takes over the show <laughs> for like you know a good minute. Like it's kind of like it's only some of it is written, and then a you also can't hear you can't hear all his lines either. No, right? He's talking over the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. So there's something kind of very rough around the edges of this, and then the right that they they spend maybe a little too much time trying to do those uh, artsy handheld shots in the in the dance club. So. But it doesn't take that much away from it. It really it does hold up very well. And your score is four out of five. I give it a five degree, four. Four, four to five. Uh, all right. Well, if you have any feedback about the episode uh, or comments, questions, uh, information, you can email us at 1049pod at gmail.com. Not much time left. No, we got two episodes left. And then we do have Oscar. Oscar. Jared and I, I did that because I don't know. I did that was not intentional. I have a we have a list of about five to seven topics. We have some ideas. We have yes. some ideas. We will continue the show after we get to the finale with some ideas that we may not do them weekly. We'll probably do them every two weeks or so. so we kind of I consider it kind of like the bonus content, it's like some some DVD extra features. Yes. maybe. Uh, they'll take us a little while to put them together, so that's why it won't be weekly. Um, but um, we will not be finishing the podcast in two weeks. Um, you know what you are? You're a downer. You bum me out. I am a cool, heavy bull.